Hi everyone, you're listening to Candidly Laura, a podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. What are you up to today, Laura? Yellow, 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 mellow, yellow. Do you remember that soda? Um, we used to get that a lot as kids. We had mellow yellow. That was like a a treat when we went to visit our dads. Um, hi. Okay, so this episode is about all of the things that I'm traveling with. So this may only be interesting to you if you are considering digital nomad, or you just want to know what am I taking from city to city. Um, and I'm about six months in, so I'm also gonna um talk about what I've sort of purged thus far and what I'm adding as well. So I'm going to be like as general slash as detailed as I feel like I can be. Like I'm not going to give you a shirt count. So if you're someone that wants to know how many shirts I'm traveling with or tank tops, you will have to message me and I will have to count them. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start with um, just sort of a general layout of what is in my car and then sort of go down a little bit more specifically about some of those areas. Okay. So in the back of my car, there is a suitcase and a carry-on suitcase, a plastic tote, um, two other totes, and like a plastic bin. And then on top of all of that layer, there's my bed pillows, Willow, my bigger dog's dog bed, I have a bag of sheets and blanket, and then my day pack with my beauty counter samples. So that's the back of the car. The back seat is dog land, all things dogs. <laughs> um, and so Tucker, he travels on his bed and there's a bag that has all etc. dog things. So poop bags, etc. And then dog food, which is sometimes a bag and container. And then I also keep um, my hiking shoes on the ground back there. The front seat, I have a tote with my um, thermal, it's like a thermal thing for the fridge and frozen stuff. I have a box that's my beauty counter products and sample, more samples and things I'm traveling with for the business. Then I keep a separate tote bag for my computers and then like my assorted water. So I'm traveling with my Yeti, a gallon water bottle, and then a smaller bottle. So those are sort of the areas. And when I was putting together um, what this would look like as far as how many items I wanted to bring, I did have a couple people ask questions specifically about like, because I'm in a Subaru Forester. And they were like, oh, you're going to get a roof rack. And it was something that I thought about, but I really didn't want to I didn't want to travel with more than I needed, and I knew that I could figure out how to get what I needed in the car. And in some instances, like I'm still traveling with extra things that I don't really, quote unquote, need, but that make my life a little bit better and easier and more manageable in the various places I'm staying. And I actually asked for two things for Christmas um, that my mom, thank you, mom. Um, did end up getting me that is going to help my life a lot more. So 
I did do a dry fit of just like, okay, if I bring my full-size suitcase and my carry-on suitcase, how does that sit next to my plastic bin? And so the plastic bin, I am traveling with two monitors and my work computer and all of those assorted cords and a camera and a keyboard and a mouse. So that's like my plastic tote bin. It's one of those like storage ones. That's just like open because the monitors are just a smidge too tall to actually be able to close it. So I only set soft things on top of that. So that takes up like a decent amount of space. So once I figured out how the big suitcase and the um, carry-on suitcase fit with that tote in the back seat, that for me really solidified like, okay, I need to basically have my suitcase, the big suitcase for clothes and the smaller suitcase for toiletries, hair dryer, hair straightener, brush, et cetera, et cetera. So that wasn't able to get as much in the carry-on bag as I wanted to. And I still need to do more purging. That's actually on my list for while I'm here because like shampoo bottles take up space, man. And I didn't and don't want to travel with many size things because that's super wasteful and you have to just keep buying lots and lots of it. So there are a number of things that I just need in full size, um, even though it's kind of trouble, not troublesome. It's just annoying to have to carry everywhere. So on top of the suitcases, there are then two of these. um, I call them tote bags, but they're not like uh, you know, the New York Times NPR size tote bags. They're like uh, trunk bags that are probably two and a half, three feet by, they're probably a foot and a half wide. So they have like a decent footprint and they're, um, the rim of it is a metal thing. They're from a company that my sister used to work for um, 30 no, I'm forgetting the name. I think it's 31, something like that. It's a tote. It's a customizable bag company. Anyway, so I have two of those. And one of those is non-perishables. And I'm again, I'm trying to really make sure that I'm using, for the most part, all of the food. And I'm not only packing and traveling with, you know, certain things. So... But in that tote bag, then I also have, um, so there's usually like some beans or rice and like whatever food I didn't finish that, that trip. Like there may be some, um, different granolas or, you know, it's just assorted non-perishables. Okay. And then I usually also drop in, I have a couple kitcheny things, um, so I usually drop in, like I'm traveling with a pretty good knife that that usually goes in there and then have a couple um, kitchen towels that usually go in there too. And then the other bag that's the exact same size is just kind of miscellaneous. <laughs> and it is the bag that I use like at the end when you're packing up and this is true even when you're only staying in a place for a month. When you've packed everything, you put everything in your car, and then you do that sort of final sweep, there's always just like odds and ends. Like this last place, I had my dry brush on the back of 
the bathroom. So I had to put that in and, um, it's laundry detergent goes in there. Um, dryer sheets go in there. It's just like all sorts of miscellaneous. And that one gets like pretty full. (laughs) And sometimes it'll be like the pajamas that I wore the night before and, um, raincoat or, you know, random sweater. So the miscellaneous bag. Okay. So then on top of all of that, I am traveling with my two bed pillows and I am traveling with a bag of, um, a set of sheets, a blanket and a comforter cover. Um, and on top of all that, Willow's bed is like the last thing because it has a pretty big footprint. Like it is malleable, which is really nice. So I can just sort of shove it in. Um, so then the back seat I was pretty explicit about. And then the front seat. So the smaller, um, it's like a picnic sort of basket thing that has anything from the freezer or the fridge that I'm carrying with me. Um And I'm trying to keep like condiments and dressings to minimum, but man, oh man, it's hard. (laughs) Um, And then my computers, my water and all that sort of stuff. So I did do, um, so I'm at six months, you guys. And I did do a purge right before I came here. And I also had a few things in the last couple of months that um, just sort of needed to be gotten rid of. Like I had a couple of pairs of underwear that were at the end of their days. And then one of my pairs of yoga pants started getting a couple little holes. So that went. And I did purge a few shirts that I hadn't worn in the last six months. Um, And I also just had some random things from when I packed up my house in Monona that I was just like traveling with. And some of it I had used a little bit. But one was like I had my dish soap glass bottle um, that I just didn't want to figure out how to refill. I am still traveling with dish soap and hand soap um, along with my toiletries just because I'm so particular about having the least amount of fragrance in my life. Um, And that's why I'm traveling with my laundry detergent and with my um, dryer sheets as well is that I just really care about the quality of those products. So even though it takes up a little extra space, it's just better for the long run. And then I did have a hammock that I got from, I think it was from a cause box, actually. It was like one of those day hammocks, like came with the tree straps. And I I just haven't put it up in the last six months. And I was like, okay, if you haven't used it in six months, you probably don't need to be lugging this around. And it's not that it was big. It just was like, you know, another thing. And then... I was trying really hard to be a smoothie person. I've gone in and out of trying to be a smoothie person. And it's just like, I'm not a smoothie person. <laughs> so I had a little blender. It was like an offshoot of a, a bullet. And I got rid of it. I donated it. Um, so I donated my dish soap bottle. And then I also had a glass cleaning bottle. Um So I donated like two little bags to um, the Carolina beach and I hope that someone loves those items. Okay. But then I also bought a few things and I asked for two things for Christmas, which I'm really excited. And I think some of you know this, but my next stop is a longer sit down. It's actually going to be month to month until I decide to leave. And so 
I'm happy that like I'm adding two kitchen appliances to what will be in my car and I don't know where they're going to fit. They may be on the front seat actually, or I may try to squish them between um, the seats in the back seat and then move the dog bag and the dog food to the front seat, but we'll see. So I asked for a bread maker and I asked for an air fryer because bread is so expensive and it will mean buying more ingredients. And if I wasn't going to go do a longer sit down, I would probably not be doing this because lugging around two more kitchen appliances and then also the ingredients for it is just kind of a lot. Um, and then air fryer, I, I would, I'm, it's, sorry, <laughs> it's like trying to put it, this into words. Every kitchen has been so incredibly different and some I really like want to cook in and I feel comfortable like cooking entire meals and others because they're Airbnbs, they're other people's stuff. It just feels much more ad hoc. Like it's just not as, I know comfortable seems like a strange word, but it's just like not comfy to cook. <laughs> Like there's not enough room or you don't have quite the right appliances. So part of the reason why I wanted the air fryers, um, I mean, if you guys were in my Instagram stories at all last year, when I got the air fryer, like it's just so easy to make really good roasted vegetables, to warm up leftovers, to cook, you know, chicken tenders or whatever it is that you want to do. Like one single pork chop and some sweet potatoes is like, that's the little basket. It air fries it. It cooks it. It's delicious. You get a little barbecue sauce and you're ready to go. So I'm really excited to have the air fryer back in my life. And I'm really excited to um, experiment with making some really good gluten-free bread and other gluten-free products, right? So for instance, I am a sucker for the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. I'll just be honest with the cream cheese frosting, they're delicious. Like Cinnabon, delicious. So what's also nice about the bread maker is you can use it to like sort of proof and make your initial dough and then roll it out and make your own cinnamon rolls. So I'm excited to experiment with getting more specific about gluten-free breads. I just wanted a tangent about kitchens. <laughs> okay. So I did buy some things and I got some things for Christmas. So I did buy a coffee mug because man, oh man, some places the coffee mugs are just atrocious and y'all need to fix that. Also, do all Airbnbs, they need to stay in their own Airbnb and like make a pancake breakfast and then tell me if it's workable or not. Um, I did buy a couple new shirts, two new shirts to be specific and a new sweater. And then I did get a pair of yoga pants because I needed to um, fix the ones that I had. Okay, so that's just like sort of general. And now I'm going to do just a little caveat about clothes because that's, I think, where some other people that I've talked to that have had a lot of questions about, oh, sorry, I just bumped you, um, have had questions about what I've packed is clothes. So if you don't want to hear about clothes, carry on with your life. Thanks so much for visiting. <laughs> okay, so clothes were difficult, are difficult, continues to be difficult in some ways and easier in others. So they don't all fit in the one big suitcase. I'll just be really honest. There's often like little pieces and parts just around in other places in other bags. But I needed to have all seasons. 
and I needed to have winter jacket, rain jacket, and I needed to have some like going out clothes and I needed to have um, like at least a couple nice going out clothes, not just like being in public in jeans clothes. So what's nice about and is sort of a downfall of remote work is you get to be in loungewear (laughs) and no one really knows if I'm wearing the same shirt two days in a row. Not that I usually am, but um, so, and shoes, shoes, shoes are another thing. Okay. So I have with me, I think three pairs of warmer, either like lined leggings or lined jogger and a pair of like sweatpants that are super warm. So I have three like warmish pants and then I have three thinner Two are joggers. One are sort of a pajama flowy pant. And then I have three pairs of jeans. I actually didn't realize until I was just saying this that a lot of things are in threes. <laughs> um, so I have a pair of black jeans. I have a pair of dark jeans. And then I have a pair of high-waisted button up that have um, the whole, you guys have probably seen the picture of them. They're my favorite pair of jeans. Um, to be honest, I have not worn the black jeans at all yet, but I was not willing to get rid of them. To get rid of them, yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how many shirts I have. I've been mostly wearing tank tops with then like sweaters or hoodies over or flannel. So I have two flannels. I have two, two or three sweatshirts, two zip ups. I just bought a new sweater that's a patterned belted hooded guy. Um, rain jacket, winter jacket. I have a puffy vest. I have two flannels and then I have a couple just miscellaneous t-shirts or three quarter length. And then I have, I think two long sleeve that are just sort of plainish, um, underwear, of course, bras and shoes. So shoes were hard, are hard because, you know, you want lots of different colors. Oh, I will say a thing about the clothes. One thing that was important for me was that absolutely everything that I put in the suitcase could all be washed together. So I do have sort of a grayish white long sleeve shirt, but it's like a rayon-y material. Like it's, it's very unlikely to pick up any other colors. Um, and so everything is in the sort of dark or muted. I didn't want to have to separate any sort of clothes because I'm not traveling with that much. So, you know, I don't generally have to do more than one load a week. Um, so my shoes, I had to have, of course, my hiking shoes um, and some hiking socks and some wool socks and then tennis shoes, a pair of tennis shoes, my Birkenstocks. And then I did pack a pair of um, flats like ballet. They're my Roth. Rothy's, yeah, Rothy's ballet flats. And I'm, I definitely feel like I could use one now that it's winter and I'm in a colder climate. I could use one other pair of clothes, toe, like a black booty or a high top for the times when I don't want to wear tennis shoes 
or the times that I want to wear thicker socks. Like today I went and sat in Panera and I was wearing hiking boots and leggings and I was like, whatever, I just look like I'm in a mountain town, even though I'm not in a mountain town yet. <laughs> um, okay. So that is a lot of things. I'm sure I'm missing stuff and I'll come back in a couple of weeks and be like, oh my gosh, I forgot. And also, um, but I'll give you another update probably once I meet the year mark of doing what else I've purged or what else I found as far as ease of packing in and out. Um, I think I definitely would have packed differently if I was doing shorter stays in places, like I am unloading for at least a month everywhere that I go. And that makes a big difference in how you pack and what you pack. Because if I was just staying somewhere for a week, I probably wouldn't have as much stuff. And I would also want to make it so that you couldn't see that there was still stuff left in my car if I didn't want to unload everything. Um, all right. That is your What is Laura Traveling With episode. Thank you for listening. See you later. Bye.